I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. It's easy and totally free. Use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Um, we got a lot to get into. We're going to be joined by Chris Christie at the bottom of the hour to talk about his presidential campaign. Uh, that should be enjoyable. We've had a fun first hour. Encourage you to go download the podcast. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton. Also, you can download the iHeartRadio app, and you will be well on your way uh, to being able to take us anywhere, potentially including the beaches uh, where men may be walking around in Speedos and uh, women may be walking around in uh, bikinis in honor of National Bikini Day. Can we and, just we, we need to establish... Yeah. If your Speedo is in American flag pattern, that is acceptable. I don't even know if that's true. I mean, would you wear... (laughs) You're not not going with that one? What would it take for you to be on a beach in a Speedo in a non-comedic fashion, right? So you're not doing like... If we did a Clay and Buck uh, calendar, us in bikini Speedos... American flag style could be a funny, you know, like photo. I'm talking about you are just going to the beach and okay, you Clay. are going to be in a speed. I would need about three months of intermittent fasting, well, yeah. uh, about an hour a day to an hour and a half a day in the gym, five to six days a week. Some fake spray tanning going on here because, you know, my Irish Scottish ancestors, like I'm a little on the pale side. So, you know, it would take some work. If you got any excess poundage around the middle of your body, as almost every man listening to us right now, except for the super ripped guys who always write in anytime we mention any athletic. I love the thing. super ripped grandpas too. They really yeah. love. They're like, I'm 65, Buck, and I deadlift 550. And I'm just like, damn. <laughs> 
And you guys the, send the, photos too, ripped Clay and Buck grandpa listeners. You send photos. The, the Speedo is not forgiving to, like, it cuts into the midsection and gives you, like, a, like an overhang, right? Most guys are going to have a fat roll overhang on the Speedo, right? I mean, this is, we're going to have to bleep this out in the podcast, but yeah, I, <laughs> sure. It's an unfortunate True. look. I'm just saying. It's a very unfortunate look. So, uh, if you're out there and you're listening to us, it's National Bikini Day. I hope you are enjoying the scenery, um, and we appreciate you uh, downloading the podcast and or having the iHeartRadio app. Okay, uh, they found cocaine uh, in the White House, and immediately, I'm sure for you, Buck, I'm sure for, what do you think, 99.9% of our listeners, when you hear, oh, they found cocaine in the White House, Everybody immediately thinks it's probably Hunter Biden's. Uh, and uh, that might not be true because cocaine is a higher end of drug than he was typically. I, was, using. I, I, was I have an unpopular. I have an unpopular view on this, Clay. What do you what's your what's your opinion on it? I don't I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's Hunter Biden. I think there are plenty oh, oh. of people. I think there are plenty of people that work in this White House that uh, think that a little you know, a little nose candy on the weekend or whatever is not such a big deal. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think that I. I think that Hunter Biden, given what he's been through recently, as reckless as he is, for him to be the guy would be just crazy. Just crazy. I, so I, don't, I don't know, know the answer. You may know this. Do they drug test White House employees? Um, I believe the answer is no. Okay. I don't um, know. I, so it's, it's weird because when I was, uh, like some federal intelligence agencies, for example, you get, they'll poly you, polygraph you. And and that'll come up. And also, if you did you get drug you, tested at the CIA? I don't know no, the answer on this either. But at the NYPD uh, Intel Division, that was always something that we and it is they're super strict about it. And if you if you uh, there's a phrase they use for it that I won't use on the air. But if you do something hot, they call it, uh, then you are uh, you're gone immediately. Pen, I mean, you can pen you can uh, appeal it, but it's an automatic termination. I've never been at a job where I've been drug tested, I don't think. Um, but I think it is so reckless. If you worked in the White House, let's presume it's not Hunter Biden, because I do think Hunter is so reckless that he doesn't believe the rules apply to him. And Miranda Devine's got a piece up, our friend Miranda, at the New York Post, uh, and I was reading it this morning. 67% of Americans believe that Hunter Biden got a sweetheart deal, including Nearly a majority of Democrats. So this is not a particularly partisan idea. I think it was 49% of Democrats believe he got a sweetheart deal. Uh, 80-some-odd percent of, of Republicans. I can't believe there's any Republican out there, frankly, that doesn't think this is a sweetheart deal. Big majorities of independents. This is something that almost Republicans, Democrats, and uh, independents agree on, Buck. I could see Hunter making the choice because if there have never been any consequences to your behavior... Why would there suddenly be something that would change? And I'm sure you saw it because we've been talking about this on the program for a while. Hunter doesn't even have real consequences when it comes to his illegitimate child. The New York Times decided to do a front page, I believe it was Saturday, a story on this four-year-old that Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge as his grandchild and that Hunter Biden, in many ways, refuses to acknowledge as his child. She's never met either of them. Can I, can I say that, you know, I've been very clear on this and, and we have, have been hitting this repeatedly here on the show that it is a testament to the lack of character and decency that Joe Biden has 
that for political reasons he would effectively deny that he has a grandchild that he does in fact have. You know, I watched the uh, Schwarzenegger documentary over the weekend on Netflix. Have you seen this? The three part. It's very good. It's very well done for what it is. I have some problems with it that we could discuss another time. I think there's some. Did uh, he participate in it? It's all, it's just him telling his life story. So it's, oh, okay. it's very pro. It's almost like a long campaign ad for how great Arnold Schwarzenegger is. But if you're like me and you and you grew up watching his movies, you know, Terminator and Predator and Twins and all that stuff. Yep. It's a lot of nostalgia fun. And, and what he did in bodybuilding is certainly interesting. Although he says that steroids only accounted for 5% of his mass and gains at that time, which anybody who knows the fitness world will laugh very heavily at. But anyway, um, but one thing I will say at the end is, you know, he had that affair with his, uh, uh, you know, d- domestic, House domestic servant maid. Was it what? an affair or was it a one time sexual? I mean, I don't know. He didn't really give the, the, the details. I just, do you agree with me that there's a difference between an affair to me is something where there's some sort of emotional connection and it's ongoing versus, if you sleep with your house cleaner once, it feels like not an affair, right? I mean, it. it but he had a kid from from. His well, this house is what this is why I'm yeah. bringing it up because he does um, view his his illegitimate son. He talks about this. His illegitimate son is his son. Yeah, just like all of his other kids, and he takes. Now, I don't think he has really. Polit- I mean, uh, in terms of PR, there's not really another good option here for him. But I, I he comes across as pretty. He's an actor who knows. He comes across as pretty heartfelt, though, when he understands it's not the kid's fault who's now Correct. grown up and is apparently a very nice guy. He didn't do anything. And the same logic applies here with Joe and Hunter Biden and yeah. the grandchild. It's not the grandchild's fault that Hunter was at a strip club and, you know, couldn't couldn't keep his hands to himself. Like, well, why punish the grandchild? But it just goes to show you it's a recurring theme. The Bidens are utterly soulless and totally ruthless. Yeah, and it's particularly, I think, Buck, indefensible in the context of the Biden White House has instructed everybody on the staff to say that the Bidens have six grandchildren, not seven. Well, that's what that's I mean. That's, it, this is that's sociopathic, right? I yeah, mean, to really right. lean I mean, into to, it and lie, and, and to make that decision and just completely reject the existence of this four-year-old girl who's growing up in Arkansas appears to have thankfully a decent support structure around her at least the way that this story is written but for that to be the way that they are responding to me ties into hunter's own lack of accountability i'm sure you also saw over the weekend buck a video emerged of hunter driving 172 miles an hour while on while smoking crack headed to vegas uh, in Wait, a car, 172 like, miles 172 an miles an hour in a car while smoking crack. I did not see that. Okay, yeah, that that video. Google it. Uh, we'll we'll I'll share it with you during the break. But was he? Uh, I mean, that's I see, that's kind of tough to get up to that. What kind of car was he in? That's that's really. It's a great question. Our staff can look it up. It's a video of him going 172. Uh, in the and my understanding is between L.A. and Vegas. Some of you have probably made that drive before. It's the great scene in Swingers where they're all really excited. Uh, you know, Vegas, baby, Vegas. And then it, it, it takes a while to get there from L.A. and your enthusiasm starts to, to ebb. And certainly, 
I bet a lot of you have had that return trip from Vegas where you're super excited to get there. And then the return trip is like, man, is this drive ever going to end? Uh, a lot of our West Coast listeners, I bet, have made that trip before. But yeah, 172 while smoking crack. And so when I saw the cocaine story, my thought was, I mean, this would just be evidence of any lack of accountability. Because here's what happens, Buck, as you know. And I try to think about this with my own kids, too. Accountability matters because sometimes you have to fail. And sometimes you have to learn when you make a poor choice, there are consequences for those choices. It doesn't feel to me like Hunter has ever had to deal with any of those consequences in his life. I also wonder, uh, just for a moment here, I, I would put out, like, if there's a way that we could put some kind of a, a bounty on this, as in, like, a, a prize if someone can find, is there another crack-addicted um, guy who drives 172 miles an hour while smoking crack in a car who Chinese Communist Party businessmen were giving millions and millions of dollars to for no apparent reason. It, that's a pretty unique circumstance, right? Like, I, I, I think we all know why that circumstance existed, but it's fascinating when you think about how we're supposed to be numb to paying Hunter Biden to do anything other than lobby his dad for favors under the table and behind closed doors is insane. I mean, there's yes. nothing else. And, and Buck, the other thing, when I saw the story about the 172 miles an hour, I think this is also important to bring up. I guarantee you that Hunter Biden has been arrested or has received preferential treatment for many things that have never gone public. Because think about this. We know all of this crazy shenanigans that Hunter Biden has engaged in. If you got pulled over for going 172 miles an hour in the United States, they would immediate with crack, they would immediately cuff you. You would go to prison probably for years, don't you think? I mean, 172 miles an hour with crack. I mean, you're not getting off with a $500 reckless driving fine. What has Hunter gotten away with? that they managed to avoid ever going public. There's at least I mean, one or two things I would guarantee you that he has been popped for that has never gone public because of his name. I would add this to exactly what you're saying. The egregiousness of the selling out of this country to China, that's just what we know about. Yeah, That's just what we know from sources and text messages. It's worse than that, folks. Whatever we know, it, it's worse than that. If you were truly trying to hide payment, you wouldn't want wires. You would want cash in briefcases. There is no way that at some point in time there have not been cash in briefcase transactions that Hunter Biden has been involved in, right? I mean, think about it. The number one way, now it's harder to put $5 million in a, in a briefcase or whatever, but the number one way, I used to think about this all the time when, when recruits were getting bought and I was doing college football and college basketball coverage as a sports person. The number one way to buy players is cash because it's untraceable and you can hide it and it doesn't necessarily yeah. reveal itself, especially the way that Hunter was spending money. There's no doubt that we are missing huge percentages, I would bet, of the legal payments that he got. Because there's no wire transfers and it was all cash-based business. Yeah. They do want to monitor you with everything. It's why they want the central bank digital currency. It's why they want to de-dollarize everybody. 
And that reminds me, famed economist and best-selling author Nomi Prince has a warning that's out for this month. She's on record saying a small group of financial elites are plotting drastic action. According to Nomi, this is unlike anything we've seen since 1971. The White House, the World Economic Forum, even Bill Gates are all involved. According to her research, your ability to spend, borrow, save, and invest could soon be restricted with the push of a button. Our financial system is about to be transformed in a way that would have been unthinkable just a few years ago, and it all starts this month. Bank of America is calling it inevitable. If you've got any money in a U.S. bank account or retirement plan, get all the facts at this website, disappearingdollar.com. What Dr. Prince has to say is not easy to hear, but it's important for you to hear. You'll want to be prepared when events take a turn for the worse. That website, again, is disappearingdollar.com. That's disappearingdollar.com. Go there now. Paid for by Rogue Economics. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton making sense in an insane world. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel the Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com. Dot com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. BearCreekArsenal.com slash Buck. Use the name Buck to get that 10% off your first order. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, 
diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We are going to be joined by Governor Chris Christie in just a few moments. We're going to talk to him about the Republican primary. Folks, he's going he's gonna to light it up. He's going to throw some punches, but we are going to let you hear it because we said if someone gets... The numbers and the attention in the national polls and and just from the national media in general as a Republican will let you hear what they have to say. And we have some I'm honestly just really curious. I have some questions for for the governor and he's going to join us here on the show. So it'll be interesting. Um, we've also got uh, two new affiliates we are so excited about as of this past uh, Monday, actually. Green Bay, Wisconsin, um, which is the home of a very storied football franchise, I know, Clay. But we've got WTAQ News Talk, which is 97.5 FM and 1360 AM. So WTAQ Green Bay, thank you so much. And to our new listeners there, um, fantastic. We'll have to come. I'll have to come and check out. Maybe I will do a Lambo Leap, Clay, because I know. <laughs> oh, come on. That's pretty good, you know, for anyone. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is very good knowledge for you <laughs> of, even... of our Green Bay crew. I will be. I know I'm going to be, and I think this is true. I don't believe Buck. I've ever been to Milwaukee. I've been to Madison. Um, I have never been to Milwaukee. The Fox News first Republican primary debate is going to be in Milwaukee, and I will be up. I know we're number one in Milwaukee on our listenership there. So it'll be nice to add a uh, layer in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Sioux Falls. I'll be up there on the 22nd of August, so next month. And I've yeah. heard it's beautiful this time of year. I was going to say, truly a great time to be in Milwaukee. So Yes. Uh, that, that's the a debate great is there on August 23rd. And a little bit of a spoiler, we're going to have several more affiliates to announce in well, the very near future. We have one right now, though, that has already added us. We wanted to give a big shout-out to KELO News Talk, which is 1320 AM and 107.9 FM in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Fun fact about the uh, Sexton family. Um, I believe my grandfather on my dad's side, born in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh, wow. Yeah. I have never been to South Dakota. I need to go. Tommy uh, Laren, who obviously is killing it for OutKick, she was mentioned, tying this all in, as one of the people who was restricted in this opinion, uh, alongside of Tucker Carlson in particular, for saying, go figure, the COVID shot didn't do what they were claiming the COVID shot did. Uh, and so uh, this all ties back into how ridiculous all this restriction is. Chris Christie going to join us next in uh, the segment. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us certainly as we are rolling through and i want to tell you all about our friends at get refunds right now 
Innovation Refunds is the name of the company behind the helpful website, GetRefunds.com. They've helped tens of thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. ERC, the Employee Retention Credit. If you own a business with five or more employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Innovation Refunds dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys who are experienced in understanding ways different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions because of covid Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star Trustpilot and Google reviews, and they're certified with the Better Business Bureau. Trust your business with the experts at Innovation Refunds. Go to innovationrefunds.com. Get hooked up right now. No upfront charges. You can call them to 1-843-REFUNDS, innovationrefunds.com, innovationrefunds.com. We are joined now by former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie. He is running for the nomination as the Republican in the 2024 election. Governor, appreciate you joining us. I'll start right off here. Hope you had a good fourth. Um, I think you have said uh, that you would not vote for Donald Trump or Joe Biden uh, if they are the Democrat and Republican nominees. So who would you like to be the Republican nominee if it weren't you? Who's running right now? Who would your top pick be if you're not a Trump guy? I don't think you'd be a DeSantis guy based on some of the things I've seen. Who would be a good nominee other than yourself that you would support as a Republican? I said, I, I think that almost anybody else in the race um, other than Donald Trump would be somebody that I could vote for and support. Governor Christie, uh, sorry, go ahead. Is he? Yeah, I was. I was this buck. I was going to ask you, sir. Um, it, there are people that are seeing, you know, your appearances on TV, and right now, I'd say, just roughly speaking, the audience uh, that you're talking to is probably about half Trump uh, and about half somebody else, right? Something along those lines. To the people who are on the Trump side of things, they see you taking these swings at Trump, and they ask, and we've got a whole bunch of emails in, which I do want to get to from some of our listeners to pose to you, but they ask, is this guy just trying to tear down the Republican front runner, or does he really want to be president? What do you say to that? I really want to be president. And I think the only way to do that is to defeat the front runner. Buck, you don't, you know, we saw this happen in 2016, and I was part of it. You know, this idea that there are different lanes and, you know, there was an establishment lane where it was me and Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio and John Kasich. And then the other lane was Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and Carly Fiorina and Ben Carson. And somehow it was going to be like the NCAA tournament. There was going to be one winner out of each bracket that we're going to play off against each other. Well, by the time we got done beating each other up um, in this quote unquote establishment lane, Donald Trump had already won the nomination. And so my view on this is that there's one lane to the Republican nomination. Donald Trump is the front runner. He's at the head of that lane. And if you want to be at the head of that lane, you have to defeat him and go right through him. And so I don't think the two um, are mutually exclusive at all. In fact, I think the only way to beat a front runner like Donald Trump is to take him on directly. You were a very successful prosecutor uh, before you became a governor. When you look at the charges against Trump in South Florida, the charges against Trump in New York City, and what may be future charges brought against Trump. Do you consider them to be legitimate, or do you consider them to be primarily political in nature, 
would you be troubled if you were still a United States attorney at the idea of trying to put the chief political rival of the current president of the United States in prison? How would you assess this based on your background? Sure, um, Clay. First off, on the New York thing, I think it's totally political. Um, I think it's a ridiculous thing for the Manhattan DA to do. Um, when I travel to Manhattan, um, which is almost every week, um, I don't know how would he how <laughs> indicting Donald Trump um, for a payment to a porn star seven years ago is making the island of Manhattan any safer for the people who live there. And that's his job. This is purely politics. He ran for the job saying he was going to go after Donald, go after Donald Trump. And I would never bring a case like that. And I think it was completely inappropriate. By the way, whether he was a former president or not, I think this is a baloney case. Um, but especially so for a former president, um, I, I don't agree with the New York case at all. Now, I think the, the, the case regarding the classified documents is significantly different. And I think it's different because we have to make sure that our justice system, um, which I think was totally screwed up by Eric Holder, Barack Obama, Loretta Lynch, and Jim Comey. I think Hillary Clinton should have been indicted. I said so at the time. I think what she did was an absolute violation of the law. But I don't think that what you do to correct that system is to then give a person from another party a pass. Um, you know, the president's presumed innocent. Um, but I will tell you this, um, the things that are alleged in that indictment, I think, are serious matters. And it's worthy of bringing charges um, based on the evidence they've put in the indictment. We'll have to see if they can prove their case. I had to do that for seven years. You got to prove it beyond a reasonable doubt to an impartial jury. If they do, um, I don't think there's anything improper with charging him, given the nature of his conduct, not just the documents themselves, which is disturbing, but frankly, um, the, the evidence that they presented in the indictment of obstruction of justice to me, lying to his own lawyers, instructing his lawyers to lie to the Justice Department. The, the thing that's the shame of this, guys, is that none of this had to happen. If he had just returned the documents in the 18 months he was asked to do it, we wouldn't even be here. So do you think if he's convicted, he should go to prison? And if he were in prison and Chris Christie were the uh, president of the United States, is that a pardonable issue in your mind? Or do you think Trump should spend the rest of his life in prison if he were convicted on these charges? I have a difficult time um, sending anybody who's uh, he would be probably... 78 or 79 by the time this matter is brought to a resolution. Um, I have a problem sending anybody of that age to, to prison, frankly. Um, and, and then you add to it, he's a former president. But I think that's different, Clay, than a pardon. Um, you know, a pardon, he's going to have to accept the conduct he engaged in. I don't think Donald Trump will ever do that. Um, but whether he belongs in jail or not, I've said this before, I'm very uncomfortable with the idea of any former president going to jail and certainly someone of his age. So that might be a situation where you might do a commutation of the sentence if he were sent to jail and not a pardon. But I have a hard time, and I would feel that way, by the way, about anybody of that age, whether it was Donald Trump or not. Um, I don't think, uh, given the, the crimes that are alleged, it's necessarily something you need to spend the rest of your life in prison for. Um, Governor Christie, uh, one of our VIPs, Jim, wrote in with this question for you. Um, he says... Is it true that Christie recommended Christopher Ray for FBI director under Trump? If so, what does he think of Ray's performance? And could I just add to that, uh, Governor Christie, 
Um, the personnel issues, you know, who would be, how do you think that stacks up for Trump overall? And, and what would you do if you were the one actually advising any Republican going forward about personnel differently? Well, first of all, Christopher Ray, yes, I, I was one of the people who recommended Christopher Ray to President Trump, and I'm proud, proud to have done so. And I think he's done a very good job. I think he's really? gotten rid of every part. Yeah, I do. I think he's gotten rid of every part of the leadership um, in the FBI that was there under Jim Comey. Secondly, um, I think that what he's done in terms of the execution of the search warrant on Donald Trump's home was to allow there to be 18 months, 18 months of letter. Did he just did we lose the governor there for a minute? I think we did. Um, Here's what we do. Should we go to break, Buck, and see if we can get him back to finish out the uh, the hour here, maybe, if that makes sense? Because he was in the middle of a really yeah, interesting answer there about Christopher Ray. Yeah, think, I wanted to, I, I would like to press a little more on the Christopher Ray issue and the, the deep state and yeah. the, the reality. Oh, do we oh. have him back here now? Am I back, guys? Am I here? I can yeah, see can, sir, you. Could, you, could you hold through with us so we can okay. give you time for a real answer? We're just going to go to a station break. We'll come right sure. back. Do you have a couple minutes? No problem. I'm okay. All right. He'll, guys. he'll stay with us. All right. We're talking to Governor Chris Christie. We'll continue here. And uh, that's coming up next in just a second. But, you know, we often make mention of our friend at Rad Diversified, Dutch Mendenhall. He's their co-founder and CEO. Now you can add author to his list of accomplishments. His new book, Money Shackles, is now available. And it's a smart read. What are these money shackles? They represent the financial hamstrings that Americans have fought with for so many years. Go to school, get in debt. Buy a car, get in debt. Dutch believes those are the wrong thoughts and the wrong teachings. In his book, he'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. He'll share how he built a multi-million dollar real estate investment empire in only three years. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and look beyond Wall Street and see the future of alternative investments. It's now no longer just available to the super rich. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at rad.com. That's rad. I'm sorry, the rad, T-H-E, the rad, T-H-E, the rad.com. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Look, I'm a two-way guy. Second Amendment, all about it. I appreciate the sport of 
shooting. I appreciate marksmanship. I appreciate the right to bear arms and to defend oneself. I also respect the craftsmanship of a well-made firearm at a phenomenal price. My first career out of college put me in parts of the world where, you know what, I had to have a firearm to protect myself. Years later, I keep myself trained and in shape with my firearms. Going to the gun range with my brothers on the weekend, that's a regular event for us. It's a great time to come together, and it helps keep our skills sharp. So if you're a firearms enthusiast like me, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. They offer a wide range of premium calibers at a fraction of what the competition does. How does Bear Creek Arsenal do it? There's no middleman fees, that's how. I own one of their AR-15s. It is an incredible firearm. They know what they're doing. Discover Bear Creek Arsenal. Go online to bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. That's bearcreekarsenal.com slash B-U-C-K. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code for 10% off your first order. You're going to be amazed at the incredible quality of their firearms and the unbeatable price. Bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use the name buck to get that 10% off your first order. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. We're talking to Governor Chris Christie here. He got cut off. We want to let him uh, tackle a few more questions from us. And if we can get in some of your questions, we got to one VIP question. So, Governor Christie, you think Chris Ray's done a pretty good job? I mean, a lot of people are outraged at what feels like a two-tiered system of justice right now, one for Republicans, one for Democrats. If you think Ray's doing a good job, why would any Republican voter think that you have what is necessary to tear down the establishment that is politicizing everything from within DOJ and the federal apparatus in general? Well, because Chris Ray doesn't decide who gets prosecuted and who doesn't. He investigates. The problem at the Justice Department is with the leadership of the Justice Department, the Attorney General, the Deputy Attorney General. It was the same under Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch. It's no better under Merrick Garland and Lisa Monaco um, and the people that they brought in. People get confused about this, guys. The FBI doesn't decide who, who gets prosecuted. And, and many times the FBI doesn't even decide who gets investigated. When I was U.S. Attorney, there would be many times where I'd call the FBI and say, hey, I want you to look at this matter or that matter. And then they go off and investigate. Then they bring the facts back to the prosecutors, and the prosecutors decide whether the case is going to be brought or but it's so not you, going to be you, brought. But so you agree so that, do, like, Russia, Governor Christie, that Russia collusion was a sham, right? That, and which was run through the FBI. Sham and, right, except that Chris Ray had nothing to do with it. That was Jim Comey and the leadership of the FBI under Jim Comey. And when Chris Ray got in, you know what he did, Buck? 
He fired all of them, all of them. Every part of the Comey leadership was fired by Chris Ray what do you when he think became then? FBI director. It's interesting. So what do you think about the Hunter Biden treatment? We talked earlier, 67% of people say they think he got a sweetheart deal. Uh, you have great experience as a U.S. attorney. What do you think about Weiss and whether he had any independence? And for Christopher Ray, we know Hunter Biden laptop, I would presume you agree, is 100% authentic. That is, it was not Russian disinformation. Why has the FBI never come out and said, hey, yeah, the laptop was real? They let Joe Biden get away with tons of lies surrounding that laptop. Um, and, and do you think that Weiss, based on the information that you have seen, has had independence to be able to adequately conduct an investigation of Hunter Biden? Or do you think he got a sweetheart deal? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff there, Clay, but let me break it down. One, yes, he did get a sweetheart deal and never should have taken five years to do two misdemeanor tax counts and to dismiss a gun count. Two, I don't know whether Weiss was truly not independent or is truly incompetent, but it's one or the other. Either he's incompetent or he wasn't allowed to be independent. And that's where I think oversight has to come in from uh, the Congress to bring Weiss in front of the committee and make a determination whether he's incompetent or whether he has been had his hands tied by the Justice Department. And third, on the Hunter Biden laptop, that is not for the FBI to say. I am confident that the FBI has opinions about the Hunter Biden laptop, but they're not allowed to go off and just say that stuff. That's got when there's an ongoing investigation, that's going to be Weiss's judgment. And if he was truly independent, if he wasn't, then it's the attorney general's judgment. My point on this is that Hunter Biden has gotten an absolute sweetheart deal. There, there's, and by the way, I, I despise Democrats who all want to have new gun laws, yet they don't want to enforce the gun laws that are on the books. Hunter Biden lied to get a gun permit, then mishandled the gun. We're not prosecuting him under that. That should be a five-year sentence, fellas. Do you think the judge who is going to be looking at this, she is a Trump-appointed judge in Delaware, do you think she should reject the plea agreement based on the evidence that is out there that this may well not have been an independent investigation? I think she has to absolutely haul everybody into court and ask all the questions that she needs to ask and has a right to ask before she approves any plea. And if she thinks that he was not independent, that misrepresentations were made by the Attorney General of the United States, then the whole thing's got to get thrown out and started over. Governor Christie, uh, the latest Quinnipiac poll that I can see here um, has you at five, I'm sorry, you at five, um, DeSantis at 25, Trump at 49. So let's say Trump roughly half of GOP voters, according to Quinnipiac, as of last week. That's about, I think this audience is probably half, maybe more, Trump voters in this primary. Um, what is your pitch to convince them to consider voting for you or any other candidate that they may not already be aware of? Well, because if they had done the same logic as that in, at this time in 2015, they would have only been able to pick between Jeb Bush and Scott Walker. Donald Trump was at 4% on June 30th of 2015. So I don't think voters should determine who they're going to vote for based upon who's ahead in the polls at the moment, because if they had, it would have been Jeb Bush or Scott Walker. And I don't think that anybody would have wanted to see that who wound up voting for Donald Trump. But so, I mean, what's, what's your pitch? Yet. 
what's what's your pitch to them is really is the point. I'm not just I, I just give the polls well, to get the context here. No. Well, yeah, no, but Buck, I think what you said was it. Get, why would they vote for you given those polls? Well, the polls don't matter. But secondly, look, I think we want to start to get things done. And if you look at so many of the things that Donald Trump promised me when I endorsed him in 2016 and promised other Republican voters, you know, whether it's build a wall and have Mexico pay for it, whether it's, you know, balance the budget in four years, whether it's retire the national debt in eight years, whether it's repeal and replace Obamacare. And that's just four of them that he failed on with a Republican Congress in his first two years. We need somebody who knows how to get things done. I was eight years in a blue state with a Democratic legislature, reformed pensions, reformed health care, got school choice in place, um, and, and fired the entire Camden City Police Department and hired a new one, and murder rate is now down 75% in that city. Let's get somebody who knows how to get things done as opposed to somebody who is completely self-centered and shows nothing but drama and care for himself. And that's what Donald Trump does every day. And if you looked at his tweets or his true social... Did we? Oh, we lost. <laughs> He's oh, back. Uh, so, Governor, kind of thinking through this, you said earlier in your talk with us, and we got only a minute left, uh, but we appreciate the time, that you would vote for any Republican other than Donald Trump. If Trump is the nominee almost, for Republicans, almost. almost any. All right. Would yeah. you consider running third party? Are you that anti-Trump that you would run against him? Absolutely not. I'm a Republican, and I want to vote for the Republican nominee for president. But I can't vote for somebody like Donald Trump. Um, but no, I would never consider running third party. I have absolutely no interest in that. I'm a Republican. I've been a Republican my whole life, and I intend to be a Republican for the rest of my life. Governor Christie, we really appreciate you coming on, giving us a little extra time, too, and, and speaking to everyone all across the country. Uh, what's the site for your campaign, sir? It's chrischristie.com. Real easy, Buck. It's chrischristie.com. If you want to see me on the stage, go and donate a dollar. We get to 40,000 donors, then we'll be on the stage on August 23rd, and we'll see what kind of conversation we can have for Republican voters. Governor Christie, everybody. Sir, thank you for being here with us. Um, Clay, we got a lot more coming up. I think we'll take some callers here. 800-282-2882. Light them up. Let's hear your reactions. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. On the front lines of truth. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.